0: Hello and welcome to the C21 podcast. My name's Jonathan Webdale. We hope you're safe and well, wherever you may be. Today we hear from Christian Wickander, commissioning editor and vice president of original programming for HBO Nordic, about how his strategy will align under HBO Max once the streamer rolls out in the region and what this means for international producers as part of C21's Content Nordics On Demand. C21's Content Nordics On Demand got underway last week. A virtual event exploring the TV production, broadcast, streaming and distribution sectors across the region through a series of one-on-one interviews, panel discussions and programme premieres. Christian Wickander... Is commissioning editor and vice president of original programming for HBO Nordic, a position he took up last autumn, having previously been managing director of Twelve Town, the business formerly known as Pinewood Television, and before that head of drama at Swedish public broadcaster SVT. His credits include series such as The Child in Time, The Bridge, Real Humans in Yard Scott. He's based in Stockholm, reports to Warner Media, mere head of original production, Anthony Root and spoke to me ahead of the surprise news of the company's $43 billion merger with Discovery about the exciting developments happening with the rollout of HBO Max, how his commissioning strategy fits within this, and what it means in terms of opportunities for international producers. Christian,
1: thanks very much for for joining us
2: thank you thank you for inviting me
1: before we get into the discussion um, just tell us a little bit more if you would about how you arrived at HBO Nordic last year quite an interesting transition I believe given what was going on in the world back then
2: yeah I, I was I was um, based in London of course uh, and uh, but I commuted so I was there um, on a weekly basis and um, as as the, the, um, the number of people getting infected by, by corona um, February March was a very odd period me flying back and forth from stockholm to london and remembering um the last weeks of the two two beginning weeks of march uh being uh, on the airplane almost alone being on airports alone uh, being in the hotel alone walking oxford street alone it was so strange um and then uh, mid-march stayed uh put in stockholm and then run uh the company for uh for a period from the kitchen uh, as many of us have done uh, this last year and and during that time HBO reached out um, and uh, after uh, some conversation and meeting a lot of, of inspiring people um I found myself uh, being here now from September.
1: So um the pandemic was obviously the the kind of major story of of last year but i guess as far as the tv industry concerned as well as the production shutdown that it precipitated um there was also the the surge in streaming that we saw as everybody was stuck at home and uh reaching for their remote controls uh, hbo max launched amid that period i think it's it's just over a year now so um the rollout's happening across latin america europe the middle east and asia throughout this year
2: where are we in terms of the nordics um, it will happen during the year in the Nordics, but from from my perspective as commissioner and 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 leading development here in in um, in the Nordics, we are already now focusing uh, on on material that we think is fit for for hBO max so Please.
1: what did HBO Nordic look like on an operational basis prior to the arrival of HBO max and what does it look like now? How's the commissioning strategy evolving?
2: Um, are you working in a in a different way
1: now with producers? Mm. I mean, uh,
2: first of all, um, since I arrived, um, there is a slightly new uh, organisation in the department and uh, the, the OP department here in in the Nordics. So, so hired a couple of producers. We have a better spread all over uh, and, and footprint all over the Nordics, uh, and also hiring uh, uh, head of development for series, um, in, including into the group. Um, we uh, um, we we are still. Still looking for uh, that premium content that that remains the same. Um, maybe uh, one can say that that um, it's a combination of that fantastic profile of HBO, but with a slightly uh, um, more a broader appeal, but still with with not losing that identity of HBO. Um, and um, so I think and and that together with now including the unscripted uh, that comes into into play for us now, uh, which is which is new for us. We haven't done any of those originals if besides of course the true crime which is looked upon being um, unscripted as well but um, now also including reality and, and uh, sports documentaries and series like that
1: So tell us about some of the shows that you've got coming up and what sorts of shows that you're looking for moving forwards
2: mm-hmm. No, uh, Around the Corner um, is uh, first of all the second season of, of this um, this series Before um which is the Norwegian um on one hand, a, a, a crime investigating series, uh, but in a very, very different, unique package. Uh, so that second season um, coming later later this year, um, and we also have our first Danish original, called Kamikaze, um, which is a drama series. Uh, about Julie, a character that that loses loses whole family in in the in the beginning of, of the story, and we will follow her over the, over the the first year being alone and going through grief into hope and 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 um, back to life. So um, it's it's an amazing series um, written by Johanna Algren, um, based upon a, a book by um, Alan Liu, and um, and Casper um, Munk has directed, and we see Marie Reuter in in the in the leading role among others and it's produced by profile pictures in Denmark. Third title to be mentioned I think is um, a Swedish comedy um, and um, title yet to be defined um, but it's um, it's about um, the sex life of middle-aged women uh, and it's, um, it's it's based upon a, a true event uh, or inspired by that, it, that in Sweden in the early 20, 2000 um, government decided that, that uh, with all the health numbers going up, I mean bad health numbers going up uh, one had, uh, one One found a connection between those health numbers and sexuality and started an investigation about that. And and, uh, this comedy is based upon that investigation. so that that also is in production as we see. And what are we looking for? I mean, we are looking for for everything. Uh, I mean, we we are we uh, we don't say we don't do that. We don't do this. It's it's a it's more looking for that story that has that offers a new perspective or some sort. It can be a new character. It can be a arena. It can be a scene that we haven't seen. There is uh, it needs to be something in there that really makes that title stand out. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue to commission. a volume that are are more in the region maybe four or five titles per year and that means that each title needs to be able to stand for itself stand alone uh, so um, i think one will find us a bit picky on the titles that we are actually commissioning but we on the other hand we are very we don't we don't do a, a kind of broad uh, development uh, of gross volume it's more very very focused so so the titles that we engaged in and 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 uh, Start to develop together with producers, creators are the titles that we are really convinced this will happen already from the beginning. And of course, sometimes we are wrong, but, but that is that's that's the kind of engagement we are offering. And 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 that process then going forward is quite swift. We try to be very very engaged and try to respond quickly on each draft. We try to be there, and and so so uh, so the kind of period the development period keeps as focused as possible.
1: So those four or. Of- five titles that you're talking about per year I mean across the genres we're talking drama we're talking comedy you mentioned unscripted there as well is that included in that um no so so,
2: no so so the four or five titles I mentioned um is is for the scripted and and then you add as as many um titles uh, the same number for the unscripted um so um so and and on that on the unscripted side as I mentioned before documentary true crime reality uh is is what we're looking
1: for. In terms of the sorts of trends um, that you're seeing in drama, I guess everybody always references the fact that Nordic Noir is, is what the region is, is famous for. Uh, is that the kind of thing that HBO Nordic will use to define itself moving forwards or is the, the palette Uh, A little bit more diverse than that.
2: It's it's definitely more diverse uh, than that. But I also would say that it's um, defining us is um more what i said before the, the, the kind of the, the profile of, of making commissioning series that, that brings something new and i think that it's fair to say that hbo over the years has been successful in creating series that becomes references for future creators future producers future productions and and i think that will continue to be our aim in terms of the
1: production itself as well, obviously every country has had its own uh, situation to deal with in terms of the pandemic, but Sweden, for example, has obviously stayed a lot more open than the many places. So, um, you know, how has that translated into the work that you're doing and, and how much of a hindrance has the whole situation been from a from a production point of view?
2: I think I think it, it has definitely affected the way producers and production has been set up, uh, with a lot of safety and policies set in motion and place to, to secure productions. Uh, and I think us as, as many others experienced in the beginning that you needed to postpone, stop, pause things. But I, I say, uh, I think coming further into last year, production commends, um and you find you have then kind of established a way of working. Um, and uh, and that is, so. I, I think today, uh, a lot of things when it comes to volume and 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 uh, is, is still is back again in the same way uh, but the way you, you you set up the production on a daily basis is of course different uh, but end result is is again back on high on on the highest level so it it's it has been a year that, that from a production standpoint that we have need we have needed to kind of learn how to do things in a new in in partly new way but in another day it's 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 about engaging stories and an end product that, that I think from an audience perspective, they will not notice any difference in that sense.
1: What about the scale of productions that you're embarking on? Obviously Game of Thrones prequel House of the Dragons recently begun filming, I think in Cornwall we saw images of um as far as hbo nordic is concerned what what's the um i guess the the production budgets that you're going to be dealing with and um yeah the the sort of size of the uh, the projects you're taking on mm-hmm.
2: I think um, if we go back to the kind of core, the core is is the story itself. And and once we identify that, it can be either a story that that is supposed to be stay, staying very local um, and 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 maybe not travel besides that territory. And then you can find those stories that you can really think, you can see the potential of either traveling within the Nordics, within the region, or you can see um, some stories that definitely has to play the to travel like like the foreigners do, um, and um, so and I think we we are open to all all three different levels, uh, different um, kind of aspects of the production, uh, and um, and I think also the budget therefore will kind of synchronize or or reflect that if if, if a story is supposed to stay local uh, and positive to that, it, it will probably have um, a slightly smaller budget uh, compared to the to the series or story that we expect to have an international uh, possibility
1: and so um is it still very much the case then that as far as HBO Nordics concerned you're you're commissioning from local uh, production partners only or is there scope for uh, producers from outside the region to to come to you and does everything have to be in local language what what are the sort of the opportunities for for people beyond the Nordics to to work mm-hmm. with you
2: mm-hmm. I mean a good story is a good story first of all and um, but, but my responsibility and, and our focus is the local language in the Nordics, which is four different language, and, and I must say also quite four different taste in a way. Uh, so the, there is definitely differences between the four countries of the Nordics here. Um, so I, I can, I can, of course, we the, the most common setup is is together with a producer from the region or a creator from the region. But I also have examples of we are in development with things that that consist of. of either a production company or a producer or a creator that is not coming from, from this region. Uh, but from an audience perspective, it, it has to be perceived as a locally told story. And therefore, the, the local language is definitely a, a big element of that.
1: Is the expectation also, given HBO Max's eventual global footprint, that all these series will play out around the world? And again, from a, from a local producer's point of view, does that mean that they need to be thinking more globally, I know you say that that it has to be a local story, but you know, how do you get that that sort of uh, balance of something that has local and
2: and global appeal, presumably as well? Yeah, I mean that that is a very very good question and a very important question i think and and um, my belief is that first of all i mean yes the content that we are developing and launching um, will be available on the service on a global um, uh, scope and yeah and and but if you go back to the kind of development start or something i do not think that you should be thinking the international scope first you should be thinking what story do i want to tell and once that is identified and we we are engaged, then we can have the discussion about what kind of potential do we see with this story. But it has to come in that order and not the other way around.
1: And um, you know, in terms of, um, you know, the four or five commissions that you're talking about, um, you're up against some pretty heavy competition, I guess. Netflix has just announced the opening of an office in Sweden to service its platforms in the Nordic. And um, I think they're talking about having something like 70 original titles by the end of this year. So how do you compete in, in that
2: kind of environment um, I mean again um, I think we have to focus on on what we do best which is identifying those stories that I've been talking about profiles and new perspectives um, things that has the potential to become a reference that's 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 a key and I think uh, also the element of that each title needs to be able to stand alone to be kind of uh, heard in this big volume of output um, these are elements that are exciting. Extremely important. I think if if you as a producer were created to come to us. I think you will find a very engaged partner that stays very focused on, on your development, on our development together. Um, and I think uh, what really I think what, what really has impressed me among several things is the fact is the competence of, of the input and and script development competence and experience from our side. And and when we when we do a follow up on among producers and creators about the last years, how have how has it been to work together with us? It, it, it's, it's definitely a very clear feedback. Is that is extremely positive feedback on how they have experienced the development phase and the input and the dialogue um, and the creative discussions we have had together. So I think I think these are the elements that really we need to focus on um, going forward.
1: Is there anything different that you offer in the way of rights position, for example, that might make? HBO Nordic's more appealing than, say, Netflix or another global SVOD service like Amazon. H- how are the kind of deal structures that you're doing different?
2: Um, that's hard to say whether it, how different it is. Uh, because these are um, quite confidential information um, and not shared in between the services and, and uh, among our competitors. But I mean, um, with with the strategy of, of a global service, we are looking for the global rights. And, and how that is then structured between us and the producers is of course uh, both, uh, is part of a negotiation really. Uh, and uh, so I, 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 that, that is definitely uh, a part of uh, how we set Set up a, a collaboration together with the producer uh, to identify how we set, how we share this and how, how what kind of fees we are paying and all that. Um, but that's part of a negotiation on an individual basis between us and the producer.
1: What would you say are the sort of the biggest challenges that you're facing now in the year ahead? Are you finding, for example, that you're inundated with material now, given that? past year i guess for for a lot of people has been about development and and script writing do you now have a sort of a surplus of of projects to consider
2: no i mean i don't think there's a surplus i think it it, it, it is always a high volume um and i i um, i think that is the case and will continue to be so but it, it's it's also about identifying who do we would like to work with as a part of that i mean you have this incoming material here, and that is important but that's part of it the other part is identifying the creators producers that we also would like to work with if we don't already have them on the slate um, I think there is also a third piece here and that's about new voices new talent I think that um, I mean with the volumes you yourself quoted going forward I mean we're going to need some new voices out there to to, um, to provide us with good storytelling uh, so it's a fantastic opportunity if you are an uh, talent or have that competence today to to provide and uh, develop stories and um, so it's it's a fantastic opportunity for new voices i would say
1: okay and um if you could just sort of sum up hbo nordic the the mission for the coming 12 months in a in a kind of snappy few sentences what would you say it was <laughs>
2: Snappy few sentences. I don't know. Um, um, I would say that um, focusing on content that is profiled and has that new perspective to it that can stand alone. Um, I think that is extremely important that we are opening up for the unscripted uh, on reality documentary true crime. Um, and we will continue to be very engaged and present in development for projects that we commissioned and, and stars to develop.
1: And how how has your job on a sort of a day-to-day basis changed? How is that mission um affected by the environment in which we're now operating? Is it is it harder to, to get things off the ground given that all the meetings and things that you're doing are, are happening over Zoom?
2: No, I think no, I, I think I don't, I don't, that's not my experience. Uh, of course, there is uh, only meeting over, over uh, Zoom and uh, Teams and all that. Um, but being the core business is, about creating content for our subscribers and that's so that's the same and and therefore the focus remains there uh, all the time and, and I think the, the, the majority of my working days goes into that mission identified reading and discussing uh, creatively and and but also pitching and, and deciding which project we should choose and all that
1: But you say that the um, one of the things you're keenest, to do is to engage with with new voices. I suppose the people that may not be kind of connected, as it were, with the HBO network would normally mm. hope to kind of catch you at a conference or something like that, you know. So, mm. you know, has that become harder? How, how do
2: those new voices find you? um the the i think i i I get a mail um i get a lot of contact through linkedin um but i mean it is you have you have to be you have to to dare to take the first step and i think if you're a new voice i think you'll be surprised or maybe not surprised but i mean we are we do respond uh we are open um to to take pitches and identifying the next the next commission uh, and that is an ongoing uh process um so um i mean it's christian.vikander hbo.com uh you're welcome to 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 make contact and we take it from there okay well thanks
1: very much christian for for joining us you're you're also very welcome a part of uh, content nordics on demand pleasure speaking with you today
2: thank you very much Jonathan. been a pleasure
0: Christian Wikander from HBO Nordics speaking with me as part of C21's Content Nordics On Demand. Video versions of all the sessions are available on c21media.net if you're a pro subscriber, and there'll be more from the event in the podcast tomorrow. But in the meantime, stay safe and up to date with all the latest international TV industry news and views by following C21 online on mobile and social media. My name's Jonathan Webdale. Thanks for listening.